Welcome to the Core Women Podcast, the place for women entrepreneurs, authors, and self-starters looking to build community and gain valuable insights through expert interviews with women at the top of their game. Join your host, podcaster, producer, expert coach, entrepreneur, and author, Dr. Summer Watson, as she aims to inspire and empower you through these candid conversations. Lean in and embrace the journey. It's time to start the show. Here's your host, Dr. Summer Watson. Today on the show, I would like to welcome Cindy Colby. She is the author of the book, Just Keep Swimming, A Crash, A Quest, and Waves of Hope, which is the second edition of Cindy's memoir. The original edition is entitled Struggling with Serendipity. Cindy Colby has been a lifelong disability advocate, directed a nonprofit, managed group homes, and taught literacy at a state institution. She is a peer mentor for the Christopher and Dana Reeve Foundation and supports other warrior moms, as well as other disability and mental health nonprofits. Let's get right into this, Cindy, and welcome to the show. Happy to be here. <laughs> it's always nice to have you. Thank you for joining me on the Core Women Podcast for the second time, Cindy. Before we get into the professional aspects of your journey, can you tell me the one word that defines your journey thus far? I think the best word is serendipity. Mm. It's always been my favorite word, but um, it's meant different things to me over the course of my story. Hence the like the title of my first book, Struggling with Serendipity, hints at my mental health issues. But then it also has been just a wonderful gift. Yeah. My next question was going to be, why that word? But mm-hmm. it sounds like there were a lot of serendipitous moments and there was a lot of wisdom gained from those moments and a lot of things that you took from those moments that you continue to apply to your life today. Would you say that is correct? Oh, definitely. My story really begins, you know, with the tragedy, with a car accident where I was driving, I fell asleep at the wheel and When I woke up, my daughter was paralyzed from the chest down with a C6-7 spinal cord injury. Um, So it begins with this nightmare, uh, every parent's nightmare. Yet, it's not anything I could have imagined or understood at the time soon after the accident. But it really has been true that over time, allowing for healing, allowing for grace, allowing for support from so many people, uh, it is possible to get to a place where, you know, where there's been so many changes and so many benefits in some ways that you couldn't imagine your life any other way. Right. Wow. Well, that is a strong statement in saying that, the situation really has evolved to a point where, again, you just wouldn't imagine or maybe couldn't imagine at the time what would come of all of this, right? And how oh, life. Right. Oh, exactly. And, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm just grateful to be here, not only for, for many reasons and also to be on your podcast. But I mean, in general, just being alive right now, uh, the car accident was very severe. We were lucky to survive it. And then my depression was 
I'm going to say so severe, but I, I'm not trying to really make uh, statements about levels of depression. But for me, after the accident, my daughter Beth hadn't needed me so much, you know, I wouldn't be here. So that's part of why I'm writing and sharing the message with people. I thought that at the time, I was worthless, I was hopeless. I wasn't anything that my family needed at the time. I was in such a dark place. So depression tells us that our loved ones would be better off without us. It lies to us. And at the time, I believed it. Um, And I'm just so incredibly grateful that I didn't keep listening to that. And I was able to find my way out of it because, you know, there's been so many moments of joy and serendipity and struggles and challenges. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's a wonderful life in a lot of ways. You know, there is joy to be found. And I love that you say that because that's a message that needs to be heard that many times in having worked in mental health facilities for several years, I think a lot of people don't realize that there can be hope. There can be, you know, a a different way. There can be a new walk, a new vision, all these different things. Right. And that's why many times we say this is preventable. You can heal. And so it takes work. It takes changing habits. It is work, but is it worth it? Here we have a story that says, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. A bunch of exclamation marks. But at the same time, I don't want to suggest that it's easy in any way. Like you mentioned, depression is still something I'm managing. I'm fortunate that I'm in a good place. I've learned um, some good things for me that that manage it well most of the time, but it is worth it. It's worth it to find what those things are that help you manage. Right. Never do I want to minimize right. what somebody's experience is because it's not just an experience. There's multiple reasons why somebody starts depressing. There's genetic factors, there's social factors, there's situational issues that yeah. there's so many things that contribute to mental health and mm-hmm. wellness. Right. So of course we can't go through all of this. And of course I'm not going to put right. on the phone <laughs> right now, but I do want to say that in most instances we can find light. Yes. Even when depressing, I've worked with some of the most difficult and challenging cases where somebody is experiencing psychosis and depression. Mm-hmm. Yet I've seen them at the end of the day, find not just a reason, but find a means that works for them to function Mm -hmm. well. And Mm -hmm. as you said, it's not easy and it does take work. But at the end of the day, they look back and say, oh, I'm so glad I'm here. Right, right, right. There's so many uh, serendipitous, wonderful things out there. And of course, not every minute of the day, but goodness, I mean, you just don't want to miss family moments, friends moments, you know, the connections, the all the all the good things. 
absolutely. So let's talk a bit about what has evolved in your life since we last talked and also the new edition of your book and there might be something else too. Maybe, yes. Maybe. I'll leave that up to you to listeners. But let's talk about what has evolved, the new edition of your book, your memoir, and then the potential for something else. Right, right. Well, for my 2019 memoir, the publisher went out of business. so And it was a great experience um, connecting with people on a book tour and people who were able to resonate with the message. So I wanted to keep it in print. So I contacted a literary agent. The first one I contacted is publishing the book, Armin Lear Press. And new title, Just Keep Swimming, A Crash, A Quest, and Waves of Hope. But you know, there have been changes. You may get a little echo in the background. I have a new uh, grandbaby. <laughs> That's been a wonderful thing. <laughs> um, my daughter, Beth, we share a story for a couple years. And that's what I write about in my book. And just amazing, uh, unexpected adventures after a tragic injury. You know, you're talking about paralyzed from the chest down, uh, learning again to try to do some things for herself. But time has passed. It's been 22 years since the accident. Really? 22 no, amazing. years. And uh, Beth has been independent for almost all of that time after the first four years. And she's married now. She's a partner at a law firm. So there are a lot of um, interesting things that are always happening. Before even the new book was um, finished and gone to print, I sold the movie rights. And a movie producer actually wrote a screenplay of my book, and she's shopping it around to Hollywood movie studios. So that's a maybe, but it's kind of fun to think about. Um, I like the idea of the message getting a wider audience. Right. And even with this new publisher, it this book will be distributed internationally. So that will be interesting too. <laughs> Lots of good things. Oh my goodness. How exciting is that? And my next question was going to be, tell the listeners a little bit about the book because there mm-hmm. might have been some people who didn't listen to the first episode sure. and there have been a bit of changes. Like you said, there's a new edition of the memoir coming out, the potential for a movie, which is fantastic. Yeah. You're reaching potentially a wider audience by going internationally. You yourself have moved from the DC area to the Boston area. So there's been a lot of changes in your life yet. Mm-hmm. Give us a snapshot of the book and what you want to see evolve from the new memoir and how you want to go forward from today. Sure. To give you a capsulated version of the book, it it tells a story of my healthcare crisis, my daughter's paralysis, and the travels that carried us from a small town in Ohio to Seattle, Harvard, Capitol Hill, and around the world. You know, so many things we never expected. But then, obviously, at the beginning, it was a really difficult time. (laughs) Really, really difficult. And um, we were very lucky that my daughter, Beth, 
she was shy, but she was very determined. And she just decided that she was going to be independent again, even though nobody thought she could with her level of disability. So Beth is 14 years old after at the time of the accident. And she's telling me, even the night of the accident, I'm okay. Everything will be okay. And she believes it. And she knows the night of the accident that she's paralyzed. Uh, and I am nowhere near that. I just feel sure that nothing is ever going to be okay again. So there's a time then where we're both reinventing ourselves. We're, we're going on these crazy adventures around the world. And uh, Beth gets accepted to Harvard, which was a really not anything we expected. We lived in a small town in Ohio. So that changed our lives too. And she also, one of her goals early on was learning to swim, which was another one of those goals where nobody thought she could do it. Well, she did. And, you know, her legs drag, her hands can't cup the water, but she swims. She was the first woman on the Harvard women's swimming and diving team with a physical disability. And that was a, an amazing thing. And then uh, the adventures continued and kind of took us to like the end of an era. There's a kind of a natural stopping point in the book where we've been transformed and in good ways. And Beth can even say that, which is pretty amazing. (laughs) So, you know, and I, and I finally figure out that Beth was right the night of the accident, you know, everything really is okay. Yeah. I loved your story how it has evolved, where you are today. Thank goodness. I'm so glad we're here today. I get to talk Mm -hmm. to you and for sharing your story and being so honest about it and your own serendipitous moments, but at the same time, how you struggled, but you've worked through that and you continue to work through that. Mm -hmm. So thank you for sharing that because I think that's important for folks to hear we all go through some things, right? And for me, a lot of times it's mindset. Where do I want to be? How long do I want to be in a feeling, an emotion? Right. Right. And to me, that's a big deal. It is, it is. But it's also really the hardest thing, you know, I've ever done because it's, yes, I wanted a different mindset, but it wasn't possible for yeah. a while. I, oh, yeah. I was, you know, kind of working towards it. I, at one point, I waited to ask for help too long. I, I really should have asked for help right away. But once I did, you know, that started the process. Yeah. And I encourage everyone. That, I believe, is the message that I would like people to take from my book. The message that if you need help, it doesn't mean you're weak or you're any negative qualities on your part. It means that you need help. And if you don't get the help you need the first time you ask, keep asking, try other things. You you know, you're worth it. Yeah. Keep asking. Absolutely. I think that is really great guidance because there are a few things as we've talked that I was thinking about that you need a good support system around you. Yes. You need to allow yourself to experience the emotions 
-hmm. sometimes be in those emotions to work through those emotions. And then also have the folks around you who can help you. And so asking for that help is so critical Mm -hmm. and knowing that it's okay to ask for help. We all need help. Right. Right. At some point in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I know that many times it can be difficult to ask for help. And it also can be difficult to recognize sometimes where we're at, to look objectively at how we're functioning because we're in it at the moment. Mm-hmm. And so that's why the help is so nice because maybe somebody else can be that objective point of view and say, hey, this is what I see happening. Right. And this is maybe how we can work together so we can get you to a place where maybe you feel better about a situation and where you're functioning from and how that might be possible and what is workable for you, Mm -hmm. things that work for you. And each of us are different. So Mm -hmm. we come with different skills. We can learn different skills. We can apply those different skills, but it's not just about skills. It's also about understanding how depression how mental health works. Right. Understanding it. Understanding like, it. I really didn't understand it right. for many years. And for many, I think a lot of people don't understand it and just wonder why. Why do I feel this way? Why mm-hmm. am I going through this? Why? And there's a lot of why questions. And when we begin to understand and work with folks that have more of that objectivity who can help support that understanding of the why and get us through that experience. This is so helpful. And also one of the things that working in the field that I've also realized is that peer-to-peer support, other folks that are going through that who understand Mm -hmm. your journey, maybe in a different way because they've experienced their journey in in a different way, but you have that connection of understanding. Yeah, you know, exactly. And that, is the answer to your question earlier about what I'm doing going forward. I'm a peer mentor for the ReFoundation for other moms of kids with spinal cord injuries. And I'm also speaking at the Abilities Expos across the country um, and other events. Beth and I just recently spoke at the Reef Summit, which was a really uh, fun experience. And it's important to have someone you can talk to who has been in a similar experience, not exactly the same. And uh, of course, but that part of that support system that everyone needs. Absolutely. I love what you're saying here, Cindy, because I've worked with a lot of veterans as well. And I supported a nonprofit veteran organization. And what I learned, even being a military spouse for 21 years, it wasn't going to be me that was going to be the relatable one. It was going to be another veteran to a veteran. That veteran to veteran relationship was magic. Yes. Was the pill of sorts that really connected folks to getting to a place of healing, Mm -hmm. wellness. I was the resource I was the resource to connect folks, to bring community together. And I knew that, Mm -hmm. you know, working through and with veterans. And that was okay because I knew my place there, even though I had been through my own struggles and I had done other various things and, you know, worked in the field. I also knew the need Mm -hmm. that veteran Mm -hmm. peer-to-peer support was so critical. So find 
your group. Find who you can connect with. Right. That can be so healing mm-hmm. and so supportive and so helpful. So I Definitely. love what you're doing out in community and how you're talking to other mothers. So thank you for doing that. So my next question is, can you tell the folks where to find this new memoir? Yes. <laughs> yes, I can. Um, it is available everywhere books are sold. And of course, uh, on my website, I have signed copies. If anyone might be interested in that, my website is cindycolby.com. My last name is an unusual spelling. <laughs> it's not spelled like it sounds, but it's K-O-L-B-E. But if you typed in Cindy K with whatever, <laughs> uh, you'll find me. I'm, uh, I've got some different articles and different events and videos and all kinds of things online. And even a newsletter, I believe. Yes, Yes, I have a brand new Just Keep Swimming newsletter. And um, I'm excited about that. I put a lot of time into it. And there's a section on mental health resources every month. And it's just once a month. So it doesn't clutter up inboxes too much. Um, And you can... uh, sign up for that on my website also just your first name and your email that is fantastic i believe there is also a new hotline the 988 hotline yes i heard is, about that is also an incredible resource mm-hmm. and so it is solely for mental health yes so if you're in need and need to speak with somebody that is a terrific resource that was just recently launched mm-hmm. for those that need to talk to somebody for family members as well. Right. So I wanted to mention that resource, but my last question is if you were to leave the listeners with some words of wisdom today, Cindy, what would they be? Hope is an incredibly powerful thing. And if you never give up hope wins. Mm. And love that. Love that. Hope wins. Well, thank you, Cindy, for joining me on the Core Women podcast today. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to see you again. Yeah, it's absolutely great (laughs) to see you again. So, folks, if you would like to know more about Cindy Colby, again, her last name is K-O-L-B-E. Please follow her on Facebook at Just Keep Swimming Book, on Instagram at Cindy B. Colby, and her website, cindycolby.com. Thank you for joining us on the Core Women Podcast with Dr. Summer Watson. We're so glad you're here and would love to connect more with you. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Core Women and on Twitter at Core Women One. For more about Core Women and Dr. Watson, visit corewomen.com. Want more support and resources for amazing women like you? Great. Join Dr. Watson and Jen Fontanilla at the Life, Love, and Money Collective, a core women production that aids in understanding the key traits that might be getting in the way of living a life that you are absolutely passionate about. Connect with Summer and Jen and find out more at thelifeloveandmoney.com.